With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome back to the Broncos Avenue Podcast. I'm your host, Amir, with my co-host, Jordan. Today, we have our Denver Broncos seven-round mock draft here for you guys as we're going to break down all of our picks with two, less than two weeks to go until the NFL draft. Super excited. And for all of you guys that are listening today, I hope all you guys are having a great day, and I hope this mock draft can help you guys learn a little bit more and give you more uh, insight about some draft prospects here. Um, but I know a lot of people have been asking for a mock draft from us, um, and so here we go. We're, we got, the, obviously, the Broncos picks starting in the third round going all the way to the sixth um and also uh, my my mock draft will include some trades um so without further ado jordan how are you doing man you ready to get this started yeah man i'm ready man i ain't gonna lie i've been waiting on the draft for a minute it was fun to you know mock you know broncos so yeah i'm ready to go yeah, obviously, the some of the main priorities for the Broncos in this draft, you know, consists of like center, corner, edge. Uh, we've tooled around a little bit with a wide receiver, um, you know, defensive end needs some depth there, uh, guard as well. There's lots of positions the Broncos could fill, but ultimately, we know that George Payton and Sean Payton are one of those guys that are, um, you know, more uh, BPA. Yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and start with uh, my first mock draft. Um, so here we go at pick 67 in the third round i have a little bit of a surprise here i know a lot of people don't really uh, mock this position to the broncos but i have the broncos taking a corner here um and obviously you know just getting this kind of out of the way that um these mock draft simulators they can be a little bit unrealistic um <laughs> that's just uh, kind of how a lot of them go mm-hmm. obviously at the same time though it's like a lot of these simulators the ones that we consider super realistic can do that you know, does the mock draft or does the NFL draft ever actually go that way? I mean, it, always, always there's, this, you know, players that fall, uh, players that rise, things that never really go according to the mock drafts, uh, and especially these simulators. Um, but at pick, pick 67, I have the Broncos taking cornerback. I have the Broncos selecting Clark Phillips the third out of Utah, someone who has a late round two grade, um, you know, one of those guys that could potentially fall into the early third for the Broncos. He was available on my board. I, without any hesitation, picked him. He's an absolute stud corner in this draft, one of my favorite at his position here in the 2023 draft. Uh, I like this pick a lot. He was the Pac-12 Defensive Player of the Year, a unanimous All-American, incredible ball hawk corner, great eye for the ball, very fluid hips, very, very smart player. That was the biggest thing that stuck out, stood out to me on uh, tape. His IQ of the game is really, really good. Um, 
he kind of reminds me of, you know, Trevon Diggs in the sense of, you know, hawking quarterbacks and just taking it to the house. He had six interceptions in 2022 um, and returned two of them for touchdowns and returned a total of around 140 yards on those uh, interceptions. So he can get he can get it done, you know, after he gets those interceptions. And he also had 13 PBUs in 2021. So that just furthers this, the point that he's an incredible ball hawk player. Um, he's a very instinctual corner, studies offenses very well. He can tell is just overall, like I mentioned, his IQ of the game is just off the charts. I like this pick a lot for the Broncos. Um, and then moving over uh, to pick 68, I have a trade. The Denver Broncos go ahead and trade um, down one pick with the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. I know very unrealistic, but at the same time, the Las Vegas <laughs> Raiders are a very oh, foolish man. team when it comes to uh, um, the draft. Um mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, you don't really see teams that trade within the division, but here moving down one pick, I have the Las Vegas Raiders sending a 2023 fifth, 2023 seventh, a 2024 sixth and seventh just to move up the one side. I had to take that trade. Um, so mm-hmm. the Broncos go ahead and move down one spot and the Raiders take a corner there. I go ahead and select Andre Carter, the edge rusher out of Army. Mm. Um, I recently wrote a piece, uh, wrote an article on Predominantly Orange, um, breaking down uh, my five favorite uh, edge rushers in the third round for the Broncos. And uh, I love Andre Carter a lot. He was uh, at number five for me. And he's one of those guys, a very, very smart player, but also had a really breakout 2021 season. Um he plays with an exceptional, uh, exceptional power. Great at the point of attack. High motor player facing, uh, you know. But granted, he was facing poor competition at Army. But in my opinion, that shouldn't take away, um, you know, from what he was able to achieve there at that school. Um, very good kid. He makes great grades. Uh, you know, something a lot of NFL GMs uh, would like. A lot of his coaches and family have just raved about his worth ethic, worth ethic, and the dedication to the game of football. Um, I know, you know, like I mentioned, something NFL GMs would love to hear and uh, definitely would make them want to, you know, reach on him a little bit. Um, he's more of a projected late second round pick. So um, he fell to me at uh, number 70 in the draft, and I absolutely had to take him here after trading down. Um, I just like this pick a lot for the Broncos. Um, okay. Yeah, so uh, my next pick, I'm going to go ahead and select someone who uh, we broke down in the wide receiver episode is uh, Kayshawn Booty out of uh, LSU, the wide receiver. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so uh, he was uh, he was on the board. He was available, so um, I took him. I obviously I'm very high on him. You guys know, um, as we did our wide receiver episode, very very high on him. Um, so for him to be there, uh, I had to take him. Um, I know you know you guys are probably thinking, why have you still not selected interior offensive line? I will <laughs> get to that uh, in center. Um, but these mock drafts, ever I feel like everybody just wants to take the positions that everybody else is taking their mock yeah. drafts. It's mm-hmm. never how it goes. That's never how it goes. So I take corner first, then edge. I mean, edge you have to take in the third round, in my opinion. You just have to. Um yeah. unless a really just a beast just falls down and you end up, you know, uh getting a little risky and trade down to get them. But yeah, I have the Broncos taking Kayshawn Booty here out of LSU with uh, um the 108th overall pick in the fourth round. Um, I, I like this pick so much. Very flu uh fluid wide receiver after the catch. His movement is impressive, very explosive threat with the ball in his hands. He's at his best in open space, which is something the Broncos would love to have, especially I know Sean Payne loves getting his running backs and uh wide receivers and just his offensive weapons in open space in general. Um a lot of people got a knacked on him for his stats uh his last few years at LSU. He had 509 yards and nine touchdowns in 2021 in only six games. I mean, are you kidding me? In only six games. 
He was averaging nearly, um, you know, 100 yards and over a touchdown a game. Um, just very impressive. Uh, 735 yards and five touchdowns in his freshman year. I mean, that's impressive in itself. I just, everything I love on Booty in this uh, film, you guys can go watch our wide receiver film breakdown um, on our, our, our playlist of uh, draft breakdowns and positions. Uh, we went over all the wide receivers in the draft, and obviously Booty is a wide receiver that I love a lot here in the draft. And if he's there at pick 108, you absolutely have to take him. And I like this pick a lot for the Broncos. Um, next, I have another little bit of a surprise. Um, but to me personally, it's not a surprise at all. I think the Broncos will go this route early. I have the Broncos going tight end. I have the Broncos going with tight end Zach Kuntz out of Old Dominion. Um, with the 139th overall pick, I th this pick is unbelievable. I I could not believe he was uh, available here. A freak athlete. Not a lot of people talk about him enough. One of my personal favorite tight ends in the draft. He scored a 10 flat on um, score at the comment. Like, are you kidding me? Oh, wow. He for for those of you guys that that don't know, um, the RAS score is a score based on athletic testing results at the combine. That is the highest score by tight end in combine history. And he literally has a, th uh, a round four grade on him. I I can't believe I can't fathom why people are lower on him. I do see uh, some some things I'm going to get to in a second. Why people are actually a little bit lower on him. He ran a four five five at the combine at six foot eight and two hundred fifty one pounds. He is going to be, I believe, the the tallest player in the NFL um, of the tallest at least. Um, the only thing about him. He just lacks a little bit of physicality, and he is a pretty bad blocker um, with something I know Sean Payne would like a little bit more in his tight ends. But at the same time, Sean Payne likes his receiving uh, tight ends, and Zach Kuntz is a very elite receiving threat. He would there add he that you know extra element to the Broncos. Um, you know, a lot, not a lot of people have been talking about this. Uh, credit to my guy, uh, Sarah Bedinger. He picked up on this um, in Sean Payne's uh, press conference. Um, the Broncos, is, they seem to uh, not be extremely, or Sean Payne at least, not he doesn't seem to be extremely high in Greg Dulcich like a lot of this fan base is. When he was asked in a press conference about Greg Dulcich, he basically just went out and said that um, a lot of the film was uh, kind of a hard watch and uh, as far as the evaluation goes, the tight ends weren't really a big, you know, thing in his eyes. And he you know, he didn't really. Have, it was kind of crazy that he he said this basically because he he didn't say anything really good about Greg Dulcich, which was a little bit uh, surprising. So mm -hmm. I I honestly in a very stacked tight end draft, I think Sean Payne's going to get his hands on one of these guys, whether it's in the yeah. fourth or fifth round. Um, I think this is something that Broncos fans should start warming up to. I think Greg Dulcich is not going to be that workhorse tight end for the Broncos. I think they want to go with more with those two tight end sets and add uh, Chris Manhurts as that kind of uh, that six off offensive lineman not you know not so so much more as a receiving threat more as a blocker so um i think that manhurt signing shouldn't make you guys think oh why why are you taking coots here i i like coots a lot here he's one of my favorite players in the draft by far he's just a freak athlete the broncos cannot pass on him and if he's available here at pick 139 they have to take him okay. um Next, I have the Broncos selecting my guy. I know it's a little bit boring because I just constantly rave about him, but I have the Broncos at pick 144, um, resulting from that trade down in the third round. I have them selecting Eric Gray, the running back out of Oklahoma. Um, obviously, you guys know he is my favorite running back in the, the mid-rounds. Um, I could have selected a few other players here. I believe Kenny McIntosh was available, um, as well as a few other players. Um, Muhammad Ibrahim was available, but I selected Eric Gray here. He just matches that Javante Williams minds uh you know playing uh style and skill set um he's someone that can make Javante Williams a lot more uh, comfortable with his recovery um you guys can go look at our running back breakdown all of the running backs in the NFL draft um 
he just someone that I love so much for the Broncos. The Broncos, I feel like they're going to take a running back, you know, within those uh, mid rounds. Potentially, I, th- I feel like the, the fifth round is very realistic. So the air grade pick here makes a lot of sense. He's just a very violent player. Um, he has an incredible stutter step. Um, just overall, very elite change of direction. I like Air Gray a lot here for the Broncos. Um, and they need to look for a running back three in the draft after uh, the news that they're uh, most likely not going to be bringing uh, Latavius Murray back. Yeah. Um, my next pick, uh, three more players to go. Um, I have the Broncos selecting Ricky Stromberg out of Arkansas, the interior offensive lineman. I know a lot of you guys are probably saying, finally, you know, a lot of people uh, kind of want to take center with that first or second pick. But I ended up, you know, just watching those centers fall, and I ended up taking Ricky Stromberg out of Arkansas, uh, one of my really yeah. close friends. Um one of my really close bit. friends, he uh, he select uh, he actually attended a lot of uh, home uh, games of, uh, for the, the uh, Arkansas, um, obviously the Hogs, and he watched a lot. He obviously was uh, paying attention to a lot of those guys scouting the players, and he said nothing but great things about Ricky Stromberg. And you know that was before I dived into the tape, and then going into his tape, I liked him even more. He's one of my favorite interior offensive linemen in the entire draft. Just a very slept on player, in my opinion. Um, People are giving him f- round five grades. I'm giving him an early round three grade. I can't believe how oh, slick wow. on he is. He he started all 12 games his freshman season at right guard and allowed zero sacks, allowed only one sack in 2020 after moving to the center spot. He allowed three sacks and 873 snaps in 2021 at center. The craziest part is, uh, you know, of his career at Arkansas, he started all 12 games at center and allowed, or in his uh, final season, and only allowed he allowed zero quarterback hits and zero sacks in 898 snaps. He's just a beast. He I don't understand, um, you know, the people that are kind of discouraged by his play. Uh, he has a very high football IQ. Understands the X's and O's very well from an offensive lineman standpoint. Uh, great leader for the uh, Hogs offense, setting protections. He's just a very smart player, very strong player. He's a very disciplined player too. That was the biggest thing that stood out to me. The Broncos they. Obviously, they absolutely have to pick up Ricky Stromberg in this draft. He's someone that can make it a lot more uh, flexible for the team in the the early rounds, around three, um, and then maybe four. I I do see Ricky Stromberg going a, a lot higher than this, but he was available on my draft board here, and I had to select him. Uh, Ricky Stromberg, huge, huge fan. Uh, if the Broncos take him here, this could be one of the steals of the draft uh, on the offensive line. Yeah. Um, Next, I have the Broncos selecting defensive lineman Tyler Lacey um, out of uh, Oklahoma State, resulting from that earlier trade down at pick 220. Um, he uh, He's listed as defensive lineman. He's more of a defensive end. Um, I, I, I like this pick because it's uh, one of those picks there in the uh, the seventh round. It's not a huge, huge pick, but um, he's a very versatile player that has experience, um, or excuse me, he's a great player with a great hustle and physicality, um, great tackler. He's going to be a really good run defender in the NFL. Um, I, I just like him a lot just because of the way he tackles and what he contributes to that defensive line, and he isn't one of those one-trick pony type of players. He can really do it all and insert at any spot in the defensive line, obviously, except for edge, but um, you know, being defensive end, if he's in a 4-3 he that could make uh, some sense for him as well um at 279 um so yeah obviously I, I like this pick for the broncos here um losing to sean williams they and they haven't uh you know plugged and got any uh replacements for uh, him besides you know uh, zach allen was more of the replacement for draymond he can't replace both those players so the broncos they need to pick up a defensive end here in the draft um if they're not going to sign one in free agency 
Um, next, with my very last pick uh, in my mock draft, at pick 251 uh, from that earlier trade down, I have the Broncos selecting interior offensive lineman John Gaines out of UCLA. Um, the Broncos they have a they have a lack of depth at the guard and uh, center position. Um, they need they need to go ahead and pick up someone here. Um, very versatile player. He's experienced playing left guard, right guard, and center. Um, he's a little undersized at 6'4", 303. Um, and end result is his draft stock has uh, plummeted. But he only allowed five sacks in five years at UCLA. And for him to be this low of a prospect, you got to at least take a shot at him. We remember uh, Natane Muti uh, falling uh, big time in the draft a few years ago. Um, he was one of those uh, big players, but because of the injuries, he fell. And, you know, because of John Gaines, the size, he's falling. So I think that's one of those guys you could take a chance on. Um, he allowed, uh, he did allow 20 quarterback hurries in 12 games in 2021, which is a little bit disappointing. But, um, um, he's a very athletic uh, lineman. He can get to the second level pretty quickly if he needs to. Um, plays with a good IQ of the game. He has nice footwork to pair with that. So um, I like this pick a lot. The Broncos just don't have much depth at all behind uh, Ben Powers and Quinn Miners. Okay. I like it all. Um, for me, my mock draft, I didn't really do really, you know, any trades. Um, I kind of just kept it simple to the, you know, the basic mock. And uh, at pick 67 for me, I feel like the Broncos needed to address edge. I did like a five-round mock draft, so I just kind of got a feel of, you know, the guys are going to be available. And I think the best guy that Broncos can take for edge is going to be Isaiah Foskey out of Notre Dame. Now, I don't know if you did your homework on him, Amir. Of course. So Isaiah Foskey's a beast. 6'5", 265. He had uh, Notre Dame. He had two, two 11 sack seasons. Forced, I think he forced six fumbles in 2021. I mean, the guy just an all-around beast. Um I think he'll be there. I think he's one of the guys that'll fall. I'll be surprised if somebody takes him in round two. It's not that many edge rushers that I think will be taken, like, you know, that early on. I think that's a position that guys are going to wait later in the draft. I mean, it's a few guys I think will go in the first two rounds, but I think we can snag him in at 67. Uh, yeah, now, yeah. I just wanted to say uh, he's the all-time sack leader at Notre Dame, which is bro, really, really impressive. And, um, and he has very violent hands. I, I do like that pick. I have a late round two grade on him. Yeah, and, and the, the thing about him is, though, like, why, why I really like him is his frame. 6'5", 265. You don't see a lot of edge rushers coming off the edge on that type of size, you know, just dominating. Like, it's crazy. But, yeah, so I would take him at pick 67. And pick 68, it was kind of shocking that you did corner. I didn't think you would go corner that high, but I did, too. I love um, that pick. Yeah, so uh, for me, I would have to say pick 68. I went ahead and went, went uh, with uh, DJ Turner. Out of Michigan. Oh, he was available. Holy cow! Yeah, like in, in the my draft, I did. It was a few teams that went corner, but I had some corners that I thought teams would take above him just based off scheme fit. But I could see Denver taking him at 68, 5'11, 178. And for a lot of you guys who don't know DJ Turner, he I think he I don't know if it was the fastest time it was at the combine. Yeah, ran a 426 at the combine. Harbaugh has nothing but praise for him. I mean, um, I have the stats right here. Yeah, I think and so in 2020, like this past season, he had a pick six and a whole bunch of pass deflections. The year before that, he the same type of stuff. Just nobody really likes to target him because of his speed. If I had to give him a, a comp, like just a pro comparison, he reminds me a lot of like a faster Chris Harris Jr. The size and everything like that, just a way faster, like can just get to the ball. So that's my pick 68. Now, um, of course, the Broncos go all the way down. What is it? Pick 108. Now, I think the Broncos will go receiver. I think the Broncos will kind of stick with what we have. I think, I think you know, the Broncos will probably cut somebody like a K.J. Hamler. That'll be the shocking cut, you know, of training camp. 
But for pick one away, I have the Broncos taking Tyler Scott. Now, he's a guy that I think will definitely be available. I think it's a lot of receivers that will go before him. I wanted Jaden Reed, and I wanted Rasheed Rice. But I think at this point, Rasheed Rice might go earlier than a lot of people think. I think a lot of teams are definitely. starting to see, you know, the potential with him. And I think Jaden Reed is what – I think I think the Broncos are going to miss the gap. I think if you were to take Jaden Reed, it would have to be with one of the pick 67, pick 68. But Tyler Scott is arguably the fastest receiver in this draft for a lot of, for a lot of guys who don't know. Yeah. Ran a 4-4. Um, 5'11", 170. If you watch his tape, he reminds me exactly like a Deshaun Jackson. I mean, he, he could get a little bit, just a little bit more weight on this little, but he reminds me exactly of Deshaun Jackson, a guy that could take it over the top. You know, Sean Payton loves those slot receivers. I mean, and Russ, he, like he could also be like a Todd Lager type of guy. Get him the ball in the middle of the field, deep ball, and I have no problem with him. He had his best year last year. I think the best year he had. He never had a thousand yards in Cincinnati, but. I mean, he did he did pretty good. He had around 900 yards and a couple of touchdowns. Um, which leads me to go to the next pick, pick 139. Amir stole the guy, uh, Ricky Stromberg. Now, he's a guy that I kind of – I had to really do my work on center and see the guys that was going to be available. I think he will be available at that pick. I think it's a lot of, you know, interior linemen that will go before him. Uh, 6'3", 306, has excellent hands. He's got a – for a center, he's not the slowest center. You know, it wasn't that bad. Great wingspan. I mean, it's just, it's just like Amir said. I have, I haven't really seen nothing bad on Ricky Stromberg. He mm-hmm. could definitely go higher than my pick. I just think that it's a lot of guards above him. That's a little bit, you know, that teams are on a little bit better. And then, um, yeah, I snagged him so late. It was unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, and then the last pick, uh, one eighty-five. I think the Bronx. So it's been a lot of talk, um, for the Broncos possibly taking a Swiss Army knife. Amir has the name for one mm-hmm. of the guys. What was one of the guys you said you see the Broncos taking that they were talking to? Uh, I believe you're talking about Jack Coletto, maybe. Yeah, I think him. Um, I know Jack the Broncos Cameron. have been. Yeah, I know the Broncos have been thinking about also getting Derek Parrish out of uh, University of Houston. But I, I think with this pick, I think Sean Payton wants to go back to the a guy that can play wide receiver tight end and do a lot of things now. But the only thing with this guy is he doesn't play quarterback. You know, Sean Payton loves that. But me and you talked about this guy, Jake Bobo. I got him. I got a second him at one eighty five, six five, two fifteen. Like I said, he can do he can do a lot of different stuff. And I think Sean Payton would love him. Like you said, I don't, I don't think Sean Payton is entirely in love with the tight end. You know, the tight end group that we have. I think mm-hmm. Chris Manhurts is not going to be a receiver. I think he's going to be more nah. of the you know blocker. So I think, and I don't know if I, you said it best. I don't think Alberto's going to be there. I don't think he is. I've been saying I don't. I don't think Alberto. I think he's a guy that could get cut. So I think Jake Bobo would be a perfect pick you can snag him kind of late a lot of guys a lot of teams don't really know about him and i mean bro you get a six five tight end and that can play that has the speed and can play inside and outside that's sean payton all day yeah for the those of you that don't know mike cliss he like worded a tweet about like the tight ends in the draft and he completely left out albert o who was our former fourth round pick and he just basically out of the equation at this point and it's it's just very obvious um the broncos have literally held visits with like six different tight ends it's crazy like they are making it so obvious they they want another tight end with with dulcich yeah i think one of them was uh luke musgrave out of oregon state right yeah yeah, so I mean, another, I wouldn't be surprised. another Luke as well, and yeah. Luke Sh- uh, Shoemaker, I think his name is, out of uh, Michigan. Yeah, I think with Denver, you know, it's gonna. I think offense is gonna be a position. I didn't have us taking a running back. I think that we're fine. Like, I don't really see us drafting one. Um, like, I, I honestly, I think we should, but I just think with the picks we have, like, unless we trade down and do what you did, you know, like all the trade down, which I, I mm-hmm. think, I, I think we'll trade down from pick sixty eight. 
I think we will. Um, I just didn't mock it. But I think if we do, I think maybe we take a running back then. But I think if we if we just stick with the five picks we have, I don't think we're going to take Probably a running not. back. Yeah, I yeah. think it's just going to be Javante, P. Ryan, and somebody else. So, Tony Jones, I think we got him. But, yeah, I'm actually kind of shocked we, we didn't bring back Latavius at this point. It's kind of shocking. So, but I think yeah. that's why they're going to draft the running back. Yeah. Yeah, so I'll just go ahead and recap. Pick 67, I got Isaiah Foskey, big-time pass rusher out of um, Notre Dame, is their leading sack leader. Pick 68, I got the fastest, probably the fastest dude in the draft, DJ Turner, cornerback out of Michigan, uh, ran a 4-2-6 at the combine. Pick 108, got Tyler Scott. Probably, I think he was the fastest, ran the fastest receiver time at the combine. Reminds me so much of Deshaun Jackson. Uh, pick 139, I have us addressed in the center spot, Ricky Stromberg. Very underrated center in this draft. I think a lot of teams go into passing on him and end up really hating it. In the last pick, one pick 185, Jake Bobo, tight end out of, um, was it UCLA? Yeah, yeah, tight end out of UCLA, 6'5", 215, can play wide receiver and tight end. You know Sean Payton loves those Swiss Army knives. And he, he, he's he got pretty good – he's a really good route runner too. A really good route runner. Yeah, I, he is. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Denver – like play action and shotgun is just going to be the key for him. It, I, I just want to see where Sean Payton will line him up. He would, like, be bold enough to line him up on the outside. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, I got yeah, that would be, the last pick. That would be such a good pick. He is such a good option late rounds and would be amazing under Sean Payton. Um, yeah. yeah, for me, obviously, uh, Clark Phillips, a little bit of a surprise there at 67. But, man, when you have a cornerback this good available and George Payton's history of drafting corners early, I mean – I see. I very much can see this. I can see him shocking everyone and taking a corner here. Uh, losing Ronald Darby is just a, a much bigger loss than people think. Yeah, we're one. In, we're one injury away from just disaster. I mean, I yeah. hate, knock on wood, but we are, and that, that's just the matter of where it is right now. Um, Tremont Smith is more of a special teams depth signing. Um, he could be a starter. Who knows? He could, you know, really shock some people. I I hope he does. I'm a big fan of his, but I think the Broncos probably should go uh, corner here early, especially if a, a corner like Clark Phillips is available. Clark Phillips, Phillips the third. Um, and then obviously Andre Carter the second, one of the best edges available at 70. Had to take him here after trading down. Um, then Kayshawn Booty, just a wide receiver with so much potential. Um, nice. there at there at LSU, I feel like he wasn't able to put everything on the tape, and maybe he made the wrong decision by declaring for the draft. But just thinking about it, he probably declared for the draft, knowing that he all he wants to do is just get drafted, get to a team that wants him, and to show the NFL what he's made of. Because I'm telling you, I'm telling you, this dude's gonna be good. He's gonna be no, very dangerous. no, no. He is, and the thing at LSU, he wasn't really getting the ball. Like they bumped him down to I think wide receiver four, and he like he he expressed his frustration. Like he was like, I'm not gonna play, but he he. You know, he ended up playing, but you know, he didn't. He was one of those guys who really didn't get the ball, and nobody really kind of understood why. But he's a beast. Like, see, I think my comp for him was Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's a good comp. I mean, I mean, he's he's like, like you say, he's very underrated. I'm, I'm surprised you had us getting him though, because uh, you you said that you thought he was gonna go a little earlier. Yeah, that that was probably a little bit of a reach, but in this mock draft simulator, he was available. So I took him, but I still think he's a, I, I still think he's like a top five talent. I think he's really, really good. No, no, yeah, no, no, he is good. The, I mean, there's been some off the field like issues with him and stuff like that. I won't go into detail on what he did, but it, it's pretty bad. But uh, but I mean, I I wouldn't mind us taking him around. You know, would you say pick seventy? Uh, I had him at one one oh eight. Ooh. So I don't think he's. Gonna, I don't think he's gonna fall to one away. I think a, a team would definitely snag him before one away. I, I don't think he'll fall to one away, but if if he does, I think Denver would definitely take him. 
Because I, I had us getting Tyler Scott, but I think if he's if he's available there, I think Denver easily takes him. Yeah, everybody has a round three grade on him on uh, booty right now. So yeah, and then my uh, next pick, obviously, like I mentioned, the tight end Zach side of the old meaning the Broncos are gonna get a tight end uh, relatively early, earlier than people think. Um, and I think with especially with a trade down, it's more realistic to happen. Um, and I think you're at least at least very minimum gonna see one trade down in this draft. Um, then next have the Broncos, obviously running back Eric Gray. Um, then obviously Ricky Ricky Stromberg, the center of Arkansas, Tyler Lacey the defensive end getting depth there and those last two picks yeah are just depth john Gaines, the versatile player i actually like that pick that la- that last pick john Gaines. he can play left guard center and right guard um mm-hmm. he's one of those guys that if one guy goes down he can insert wherever you want wherever you need him to and he's only going to get better with uh, uh zach streif so I-, I i really like that pick a lot and obviously the size is a little bit of concern so i i very very uh well well much can see him uh, falling all the way there to 251 okay but yeah, you guys uh, let us know what you guys thought about our mock drafts. Who had the better mock draft, uh, Amir or Jordan? Who'd you guys like more? Which mock draft did you guys like more? Which one would you have done? Um, let us know in the comments or wherever you guys are listening to the podcast. Uh, if you guys are listening on YouTube, make sure you guys hit the like button and subscribe. All the support is greatly appreciated. If you guys want to continue uh, hearing these mock drafts and who we uh, mock to the Broncos in rounds three to six, um, continue to let us know and uh, here let us know about you know the trades you want to see. Uh, if you want to see some where the Broncos potentially trade up as well uh could be interesting i know uh, sarah benninger has mentioned uh sean payton has traded up in every single draft since his rookie year at new orleans so a very very interesting stat um the broncos uh you know maybe <laughs> sean payton wants to carry that on and i could very well see that if the broncos trade down twice you can maybe see them trade up if a uh, one of their prospects continues to so, fall so um, that's uh, someone that can very make uh, very well make sense for the Broncos. If you guys are listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, make sure you guys follow and leave a five-star rating. All that support is greatly appreciated. Make sure you guys have notifications turned on so you never miss any of this draft content. We're going to continue um, these next few weeks to continue to push out content. I know we've been slacking a little bit this uh, last week. We're a little bit busy, but we're going to be back at it with the draft content um, and all the position break- breakdowns and mock drafts. So um, draft time is the best time of the year, um, in my opinion. Um, obviously, watch the Broncos games you can't beat it but um well especially the last few years has been not so fun but uh these mock drafts kind of make up for that sadness but um hope you guys enjoyed today's episode until the next one i'm your host amir with my coach jordan to the next one peace peace